0: Welcome to Direct Line, with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion, and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line, and now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler.
1: Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, March 9. We're actually pre-recording this week. Because on Thursday, March 9, I'll be making my way to Chicago. Where are you going? For the Big Ten basketball tournament, men's basketball tournament. It's
2: that time of year. It's
1: that time of the year. What do we call it? March Madness? I guess
2: so. Who who are you going to see play?
1: Well, I hopefully am going to see Illinois play multiple games. But uh, they're playing tonight, Thursday evening, against Penn State, a team that has soundly defeated them not once but twice this year. But you know that old adage. It's really hard to beat a team three times in a season. So that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm hoping for.
2: you going by yourself?
1: Um, I'm going with my good friend and DL regular Jeff Mayfield. Yeah. So yeah. we'll be up there. And then actually on Friday, I'm going to make the short drive from Chicago to Streeter, Illinois to uh, lead a celebration of life. Uh, mm. my, one of my best okay. friends in ministry, mm. Mike Malik, his brother-in-law passed away mm. back in uh, 2022. And they wanted to schedule this uh the celebration of life, mm-hmm. and Michael's unable to be there, so uh, I'm going to help lead that on Friday afternoon, and going to be a full weekend. But hey, I want to talk about something we just kind of uh, leaned into a little bit last week, mm-hmm. and that's the movie "The Jesus Revolution." And so I gave you an assignment to go and see the Jesus Revolution, and
2: I'm going Friday night. Oh, you're going Friday night. I'm the driver. Wow. Of three. Older women. Wow. <laughs> that don't want to drive. So wow. I'm driving them and I'm going to wow. see it on Friday night. Wow. Oh, so. okay. Sorry, I didn't. Well, meet don't your worry about it. Requirement. No,
3: it's all good.
1: It's, it's all good. And Dale, Hi, I know Greg. you talked about seeing the movie.
3: <laughs> well, my wife and I were all planning to go on Saturday to go see it. And then yeah. she woke up Saturday morning not feeling oh, well. Oh, wow. And she's still not feeling mm. well okay. to the day. So uh, we were very excited. I've been very anxious mm-hmm. to go see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For me, it's uh, I kind of like that period. I mean, I, I had... Do you was, remember the Jesus oh, People movement? Oh, I absolutely movement? do. It was okay. very did you influential. Back then? <laughs> oh, I did. I did, <laughs> Stephanie. Was I, it long? I did have long hair. Uh-huh. By the way, I should I say, wonder. this
1: is Dale Daniel. He's right. also a, a right. regular around here. (laughs) on direct line, but Dale with long hair. Can you get us
2: a picture and we can post it maybe onto the website Uh, with the show? Yeah, I have to dig it up
3: but I do have a picture of long hair. I do. So Jesus
1: Revolution (laughs) is a movie based on a book by the same Title written by Greg Laurie. Mm-hmm. Greg Laurie, a lot of people will know that right. name. He's been a pastor in Southern California for decades. Mm-hmm. He has led harvest revivals that have just been transformative in the lives of many. Now, I did not realize Greg Laurie became a Christian through the Jesus People movement and through Chuck Smith yes. and Lonnie Frisbee. Yeah. and that was uh that was an eye opener for me. I want to get the book and read it. But what do you remember about the Jesus People movement of you now 69, 70, 71? Oh yeah.
3: Well, so How old yeah, were you then? Well, in in uh, I was 10 years old in 69. Okay. All right. And so I had a youth minister who you know Bob yes. uh Bob Hendrick. Bob Hendrick. So yeah. I had a youth minister. Bob was really into rock and roll music yeah. and, and Christian, early Christian rock music. I think he still is. I think he is. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure he is. Yeah. And, and so we listen to that music all the time in youth group. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, Chuck Gerard, yeah. I got to know him who, I think he's in the movie. I haven't seen him, he but is. I so, he is. And so, so, uh, yeah. love song and, of course, you know what was several months ago. We did that. Uh, we talked music. about Jesus music yeah, com- yeah. Uh, yeah. documentary, yeah. and those two things are very connected, absolutely, uh, you know, because mm-hmm. Jesus music came out was birthed out of Jesus revolution.
1: Right, mm-hmm. right, yeah, it's awesome. Chuck Gerard, many of you will not recognize that name, but his daughter is Elisa Childers, oh, okay. who we've had on direct line and has okay. written the book, yep. Another Gospel, yep. and uh, was part of Zoe Girl the band. Yeah,
2: I want to ask you, had What did your parents think of that? at that time when you were 10 11 and listening to christian rock oh i don't I mean, think they they didn't have a problem they, i don't think they had a problem okay. with it no I'm just no we didn't
3: have no i because most of the time we were listening to it was over at Bob and Angie's house. Right, okay, right. Okay. Which, by the way,
1: just to age you, Bob Hintrick is retiring this year. And he has put that advertisement Aww. out there. Anybody looking for a good church, Chillicothe Christian Church near okay. Peoria? Okay. Bob's gonna retire mm. and pass the torch to someone. But uh Bob was minister in Covington, I think, for many years. I think he was. That's right. Uh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Hmm. And he did. so
1: um, he was there nine years, and he said uh it was eight incredible years of ministry, <laughs> was his uh perspective on that. But hey, Here's the question that I want to ask. You know, the Jesus Revolution movie has been a surprise hit. Um, It's made over $31 million Mm -hmm. through Sunday. Not not More than double, right? Oh, absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Really been a hit. When I was at the Savoy Theater, the popcorn guy, I asked Mm -hmm. him, what's the biggest Mm -hmm. movie? And Uh he's like, oh, it's that Jesus movie. He goes, I don't understand it. All these people, he goes, they don't want to go see Ant-Man. They don't want to see Cocaine Bear. They want to see the Jesus movie. And I'm just inside saying, man, praise the Lord. Amen. That's great. they're getting a little bit of criticism. Now, here's the criticism. Mm -hmm. Uh, The reviews have been... Almost 100%. But Lonnie Frisbee is a yeah. central character in the movie. And he is really kind of the the agent of change in a lot of ways in Chuck Smith's life and, yes. and openness to changing Calvary Church, Calvary Chapel. But Lonnie Frisbee, you know, definitely had his struggles following the Jesus People movement. Went to Florida, went through a divorce, spent a lot of time uh, battling drug addiction, Mm. uh, homosexuality. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's not a secret. I mean, that's out there. You Mm. can find that. Um, He died of AIDS Mm -hmm. in 1993, sadly. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Um, And so here's my question. Were the creators of this film in error for not disclosing that? What do you think about that? they're taking some criticism, saying you're presenting him as this above reproach, you know, agent of God. And in reality, his story has a lot of downs as well as a lot of ups. So what do you think? So, so it was
2: the whole purpose of the movie to be, to educate people on how this movement came about yeah. And, yeah. and the music that was birthed out of it. And then, I mean, it, it that was the purpose well, it wasn't necessarily follow all the characters. Did it follow all of the characters? Afterwards,
1: they they do a kind of, here's how they live the rest of their life. Okay. And so like Chuck Smith died in 2014. Okay. And they say he stayed at Calvary Chapel all sure. of his life. And then they talk about Lonnie Frisbee went to Florida and helped start vineyard churches, which I didn't know that. And He okay. died in 1993. But they don't disclose okay. a lot of the details right. behind that. And so I would say the movie was made to tell the story of Greg Laurie and his wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, he wrote the mm-hmm. book about okay. this is... Is what happened to me. Mm. But what do you think, Dale? Is that well, something that should be shared? Well, you, you know,
3: I, I as I I read an article about that, but the, the producer's uh comment regarding that and it, you know, they say our focus was really on that period of time, right? Then, right. what happened right. in birthing the Jesus movement and yeah. it was so it was a, it was a, a very small encapsulated moment of time yeah. that they were that they were trying to to convey in the film. It's just like any kind of story. All filmmakers right. are constrained by the amount of time they have to tell a story right. and how right. much you really get into that. Right. So did the right. book
2: go into that?
3: The, the book
1: detailed struggles that Lonnie had mm-hmm. with his wife during that time, but it, it is a—you would call it a period piece. Mm-hmm. It is right. 1969 to 1971, and Greg Laurie, in the article that I shared with you guys, he says, you know, I never saw anything during those times. Right. I never right. saw drug use. I never saw sexual immorality. I never right. saw homosexual behavior, anything along those lines during that period of time. It mm-hmm. did come out later, but I think what Greg Laurie would say, what the producers would say is— we were looking at 1969, mm-hmm. 1970. Well, yeah. and
2: I don't blame them then. Right. I mean, that would cast a whole different, it would open up a whole can of worms that right. maybe he didn't want opened up. Right. And that wasn't the purpose of his book or right. the movie. So I think it's, a, I think it's okay. Yeah. And the question, the bigger question is, can God use people mm-hmm. that, are, uh, we, that are, we? that we would flawed. look, flawed, or we would look at and say that's a failure, can God use
1: that? Well, we know the answer to that, you know? Absolutely. Well, the answer
2: is absolutely yes,
1: you know? It's like someone came to me not long ago and asked, should certain books be in our library? Uh, Because these authors have had moral moral failures failures or problems along the way. And, you know, I will still say one of the very best books for men's ministry, and I still use it, is by James McDonald. you know, Mm -hmm. act like men. It's Mm -hmm. excellent, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to throw that book away because he, and he did have some real problems, and he should have been removed from ministry, but I don't know. What do you think about that, Dale?
3: Well, I would say if that's the truth, then we got to throw out Psalm 23. That's right, right, right. Right. Because David was very flawed and had his own struggle with Mm -hmm. immorality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm Yeah,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I think there's no doubt about that. So, anyway, I can't wait to hear what the two of you think about it.
3: I'm looking Um, forward to seeing it. When are you
2: going? Do you have a plan? No.
3: As soon as Donna gets filled. You could go with Stephanie and the three (laughs) older ladies.
2: There you go. It would be fun. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And you know what? I I would... I'm really intrigued, Greg, by the topics that you want to cover today because yeah, yeah. there is a there is connecting thread in yeah, all of them. Yep, and yep. so as we get into them... yeah.
1: Well, let's um, go to a second article that's out there. And i got to confess to you, I don't know anything about this minister, but a Texas pastor by the name of Jonathan... Pokluda?
2: Pokluda. Pokluda. You know him. transcribed Pocluda, his okay. when he was at the village church.
1: Well, he's in a lot of trouble because of something that he said during a sermon that many are saying objectified women and he's talking about a time in his life where he was personally struggling
2: with Eight, sin 18 years ago 18 years ago
1: and he was out eating chips and queso with a friend mm-hmm. and a woman came up to him and propositioned mm-hmm. him and the way that he describes her he says you know he was she was physically beautiful mm-hmm. and then here's what he says she was perfect physically beautiful everything was in the right place. And it says that the woman offered to buy him a drink. He responded by holding up his ring finger, uh, showing the wedding band. She says, well, is she here? Because I don't care. And he goes on to talk about you know Proverbs 5 and talk about how you know this is not at all what God wants. And for just a few minutes of ecstasy, she wants to take my life and burn it to the ground. I mean, a lot of what he's saying I agree with, but here's the question I have. Should you talk about women like that? You know, I know guys that get in the pulpit and they talk about their smoking hot wife. Mm. You know, I think they do it um, maybe for multiple reasons, but should men be describing women in language like that? I'm going to start with the woman. Well,
2: yeah, I mean. Or any woman. Yeah. What would you, what do you
1: think? I mean, is that objectifying women? Is that creating a kind of comparison game where he's talking about how beautiful this woman is and, you know, everything was in the right place. You can Mm -hmm. draw your own uh, Mm -hmm. conclusions Mm -hmm. with what he means Mm -hmm. about that. How does a woman sitting in his church hear that? What
2: do Mm -hmm. you think? That's a good question. Yeah, I've stumped you. I've stumped you. You kind of have stumped me. Okay. I think it's unfortunate that... I think it's unfortunate that he got stuck say, saying it and then all the backlash. Right. I, he probably right. just meant she's a beautiful woman. And, right. And his whole point was it yeah. would have been so easy for him Absolutely. To, to succumb yeah. to succumb to her. So yeah. I don't think that I would be offended. Okay. Dale? I, I don't think I would be offended. Well, I have a, another but, question for Stephanie yeah, because, yeah.
3: you know, I haven't sat in on a lot of Women conferences or right. or speakers, but have you ever heard a, a a woman speaker talk about her husband in 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 terms of... how would, hot he is? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe would
2: yeah. objectify yeah. him. Yeah. Right. yeah, I don't know. Well, and I have even I will say this I've even sat in this auditorium during a GLS when yeah. Yeah. a speaker has stood up and the women have looked at each other and said, "Oh, he looks good in that black shirt."
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: you yeah. know what oh, I'm talking about, Craig yeah. Rochelle. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. I mean, he's yeah. fit. Yeah, he's, true. he's pleasing yeah. to the eye. Yeah, You're
2: right. I, I I just I I mean. I don't think women should be objectified, but I don't think men should be either. Mm -hmm. And I don't Mm -hmm. think that, I think the greater, the greater point of this whole thing with Jonathan Pekluta is that he was trying to express to probably his congregation, say, say no, (laughs) don't don't fall for the temptation. And that's the bigger point than whether she was, everything was where it was supposed to be in place to me, to me.
3: It seems like the illustration he was using to try to make a point Actually, got larger than yeah. the point he was trying to make. Yes,
2: what, and, I, and I think that that's the problem in our culture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. people miss the big point yeah. because they're focusing on something that the man or something that someone says. Right. So I, I don't think that I would be offended, but I okay. do think I do think we have to be careful. Well, that, like that's, yeah. I need to be careful when I'm sitting in there and I say, and Craig Groeschel comes on the screen. I'm like, ooh, he yeah. looks good in that black shirt, yeah. but I, I don't. It's not. Yeah, it's it, not meant to be. And I
1: give him a lot of credit for apologizing because I think there's a lot of guys that are out there, mm-hmm. maybe gals that are out there that, you know, I'm I'm God's ambassador, I'm mm-hmm. Christ's ambassador, mm-hmm. I'm going to do what mm-hmm. I'm going to do, mm-hmm. and if you don't like it, tough. And, I, and I've heard some high-profile preachers really take that stance in a <laughs> lot of ways, mm-hmm. and I think that that's unhealthy. The other thing that I found interesting in this article is that he says that during that period of time in his life, mm-hmm. he was deeply struggling with pornography, oh, and yeah. that he thinks that... that... that that was a factor that probably led Mm -hmm. to some of the language. And, you know, uh, I give him credit for disclosing that and for sharing that, you know, Mm -hmm. he was not where he needed to be spiritually Mm -hmm. during Mm -hmm. that time. Mm -hmm. So, hey, let's do this. Long segment. Good segment. Let's go to break. When we come back, I got one more article I want to talk about briefly. And then, Dale, I want to... Pick your brain about mm-hmm. something that's going to happen Friday at okay. Second Church that impacts all of Vermilion County. You're listening to Direct Line, Steph and Greg, with our friend Dale Deneal. It's Thursday, March 9, and we'll be right back after this.
4: Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers.
5: pc
1: hans tank wash is proud to support the women's care clinic let's hear now from interim co-director mariah hansen
6: women's care clinic in danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy the best news is all our services are free free pregnancy tests free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation and even free consultations with medical professionals and that's not all we offer parenting education mentoring for moms and dads and help with pr- adoption planning We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time.
8: This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's and we are hiring With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule.
5: McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money.
8: With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at McHire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN.
2: Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie and Greg on Thursday March 9th with our friend Dale Daniel. And some good conversation there. If you missed yes. the first segment, you might want to check the podcast out later That's today right. because we covered some interesting stuff. But we are grateful for the sponsors who have stuck with us for how many years now? Starting we, are, we are in year four today. Year four. And some of these yes. have been with us since the very beginning. So tell us, Greg, who we are thankful for. We
1: are so thankful for Don and Deanna Witzel from McDonald's and Chris and Dacia Robinson from Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the Darby's with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tankwash and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. Good job. I did it perfectly. It's you hard know? to just
2: spit out Dean uh, and Gina Crandall. I mean,
1: I've had Gene and Dean yes, a me lot, too. You know, <laughs> unfortunately. But hey, one more article that caught my eye. This is actually from Christianity Today. And um, here's the take. This was on, uh, I think it published last week on Wednesday from Daniel Williams. He says, Christian America isn't dying it's dividing mm. and he, he makes this uh, interesting observation Time magazine the the cover you know, I think it was 1966 asked the question mm-hmm. is God dead? Mm-hmm. And then five years later, the cover was the Jesus Revolution, you know, which is featured in the movie and Mm -hmm. the Jesus People Movement. And then five years after that, in 1976, following the election, the cover was the Year of the Evangelical. Of course, that's when Jimmy Carter won the presidency. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I guess what do we think about that? You know, there's a lot of negative polling that is out there. There's a lot of negative momentum that's seemingly building, especially with our kids' generation, mm-hmm. Steph, you mm-hmm. know, that Gen Z is just wanting nothing to do with the mm-hmm. church whatsoever. But you look at the Asbury revival, mm-hmm. you look at the response of something like The Chosen, mm-hmm. you look at mm-hmm. the response of those commercials, you know, mm-hmm. that he gets his mm-hmm. commercials, you look at the response of the Jesus revolution. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, is it an overreaction to say Christian America is dying?
3: What do you think? Well, he goes into great length to to kind of document the history of the the shifts back and forth right. from more of a liberal to a fundamental views, right? Mm-hmm. right. And uh, and I I think based on even his. First point, I think we're always going to see that trend. There's always yeah. going to be that pendulum An ebb and a flow. swing back mm-hmm. and forth. I think he makes the point in the article, too, though, that that the, the liberal theology is, is is the one that's actually going to be dying out.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: yeah. But um, I think that based on what you said, Greg, I mean, I had the kind of the same thought that. I, I think that movements of God are going to continue to to rise up. I mean, yeah. even while this liberal theology was making a, a strong head, headway in the 20s yeah. and the 30s, yeah. you had Billy Graham come out of that, mm-hmm. you Absolutely. know, who struggled mm-hmm. with that and and launched this whole new evangelical fresh movement. Yeah. And, and, you know, yeah. Billy Graham goes on to be, you know, being considered, you know, the greatest uh, modern evangelist of our time. Yeah. And uh, and of course, then we get into the '60s, and you've got a lot of this neo-Marxism that's, that's yep. rising up, and uh, yep. all of the the protests and the war. And yep. then what do you get? You get the Jesus Revolution. Right, that, that right. comes along. I think right. I think the Spirit of God moves and finds fresh ways in order to to bring back uh, the, you know let people say, say, hey, here here I am. i'm I'm here. Uh, I'm a reality. Yeah. Here's Jesus. yeah, you yeah know? and uh, and so I, I think we 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 need to always be on the lookout to where God is moving and join him in that work. Yeah. Steph,
1: what I, do you think? And well, do you like that article, how small the print is?
2: I texted him <laughs> this morning. I was reading this. I got up early. I'm like, I cannot even see the I'm like, ah, I, I feel know. so old. Yes. Well, what I found interesting about the article was just the re- the regions, how yeah. how the country, and that's what it's talking about, being divided. I mean, you've yeah. got the Northeast that, you know, has like, it seems like they're either liberal or the the West is liberal. The South is really more of the Bible Belt and the fundamental. And how, didn't they – Uh, Compare it to is it Italy?
3: Yeah. How north and
2: south? I mean, regions, yeah. And my question to that is Does the Holy Spirit, like, (laughs) does He, it does, is there something that has to do with us that we, regions or sections of the country, invite the Holy Spirit to move and He's just more open to it? Says, okay, these people are open to Hmm. it, so I'm going to go there. That's a great question. It's the same Holy Spirit. Why is the move? More regional is my question from reading this article. I think for a
1: lot of it, it's worldview. You know, my kids were in New England for Mm -hmm. six years, and I think they would say there's a lot of good people in New England, but just the overall worldview it is a secular, progressive, almost anti faith. The church is seen as the enemy in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I would sense it when I would visit, you know, there was just a there was a heaviness, uh-huh. I would say. And that's mm-hmm. not to say everybody that lives in New sure. England sure. is, you know, against Christianity right. per se, but, you know, I can say things on the radio in Danville, Illinois that I couldn't say in Boston, Massachusetts mm-hmm. or Providence, Rhode Island in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But I do think God will bring revival wherever he wants to bring revival. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, you could see it change in, in, a, in a heartbeat, potentially. Mm-hmm. But um, it is interesting mm-hmm. to see how it unfolds. And mm-hmm. here's the thing. I know many people right now. I had one of our sponsors last night. I was at the FCA banquet and he wanted to talk to me and it was all about how moved he was by Jesus Revolution, how moved he was by what he heard about the Asbury Revival Mm -hmm. and how do we bring revival to Vermilion County. What's that look like? How's that? And I mean, he is on fire. He is excited Mm -hmm. with how that can play out. And, you know, I I think, uh, that's what you need is I think you need people that are business owners Mm -hmm. and stay at home moms and, you know, football coaches, as well as preachers and elders Mm -hmm. and Bible school teachers that are praying, God, we want a radical, Jesus movement in Danville, Illinois.
2: Well, for me, it happens every Tuesday at Taco Nueves. There you go. There (laughs) you go. I go with the guys. I call them the guys from church here. But we've started meeting with a couple other uh, guys and I wish the girls would get on board if they have more girls you yeah. know on their staff or whatever they come. But yeah I have found on Tuesdays over lunch hour it's it's a refreshing, it's not just second Church of Christ. It's crossroads, it's connection. Yeah it's, uh, um other people coming together and just fellowshipping together. Yeah. And I think that can birth I think that can birth revival. When Amen. we when we say I'm just gonna focus on my church and what's happening in my church. Right. I think we we don't invite the holy spirit to do a greater work than yeah. than he than he would do just in one building does that make sense it, i mean and i think yeah i yeah. don't know I, I think revival happens through relationship maybe I, I don't know
3: well i i think that's true and and i think it's it's also true that uh, that the, historically, that we see movements of the Great Awakening, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, the, the first Great Awakening in the 1700s prior to the Revolutionary War, yeah, uh, a second Great Awakening in, in the mid 1800s. We all of those seem to come in at times that were uh, there. There were great social conflict, great mm-hmm. social yeah. issues that were going on, mm-hmm. and and people. Then started looking towards God, looking yeah. back to God mm-hmm. and said, God, you know, we mm-hmm. g- you know, God help us. We what is it? And then prayer seemed mm-hmm. there were great prayer movements mm-hmm. that came out of that. People come together for prayer and then the Holy Spirit shows up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm not sure it's gonna happen like at Taco Nuevas. But it, but, it but it might. It could. But, <laughs> it could. I just think if, if if people are engaging, I think, with people that are a, a little bit different from them. Yeah. I don't know. I just think, you just don't know how the Holy Spirit's going to move.
1: Here's what I'm going to say. There's yeah. a time to draw the line in the sand. You know, for me, a line in the sand is the Bible is God's word. It's, uh-huh. his, inspired God's, it's right. his inspired word. Yeah. It's authority for our life. And if someone says, I don't think that's the case, it's going to be hard for us to move forward together mm-hmm. on a project right. or a movement. I mean, I believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Yes. But I think for a lot of people, we have drawn these lines in the sand. Yeah. Over just craziness, you know, just yeah. um, issues of liberty, unfortunately. And that, that, it's,
2: and it's not real attractive to an unbeliever. It's not to be, say, I want to become a part of that. Yeah, so it's not. I don't know. It's and really I think that not. restricts, maybe yeah. that's one of these regional things that restricts the Holy Spirit. I yeah. don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it seems like a
3: lot of people were going to Asbury Revival to say, is this, is this the real deal? Is mm-hmm. this right. something authentic? Because they want they to check wanna, it out. They find something that's real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and want to be a part of that. There's a hunger. There yeah, is. No mm-hmm. doubt
1: about mm-hmm. it. Well, hey, good conversation. Dale, while I've got you here, I want to talk to you about Step Up Vermillion okay. County, sure. which meets tomorrow. It meets on Fridays, yes. uh, March the 10th right. at 8 a.m. at Second Church, but it's not a Second Church thing. Oh. It is, you know, a county-wide gathering. Mm-hmm. And how would you describe Step Up to someone that doesn't know anything
3: about it? Well, Step Up is, uh, is a gathering of of community, people across the county, from every background, every yeah. sector, whether it's education, uh, government, yeah. uh, nonprofit, even business and churches, come together yeah. to to talk about what are the challenges and in the. In the and the problems and issues in our community and in our county yeah. that we can do something about, that we can address. And how long Step Up been a thing? Yeah, well, it it birthed five and a half years ago. Um, there was, uh, at 2017, in 2017, yeah. there was a, at, at the Global Leadership Summit, uh, there was a video that we played from, that we had produced uh, with, uh, with community leaders, talking about Vermillion County, yeah, and it generated a list of uh, over 100 people who wanted wow. to be a part of, of making a difference in our community. Wow. A month later, we met here at Second Church, and we did a strategic planning session and identified three areas that we as a group could address, and that was family and parenting, parenting. Um, uh, mental health yeah. and substance abuse, yeah. and so for the past five and a half years, we've been gathering every other month to talk about these issues and talk about solutions. And uh, yeah, and so it's it's you know I, I think there was a lot of skepticism at first yeah. because there's always there's been. Organizations that have come together to try to address these, but they seem to get a lot of excitement mm. at the at the beginning, and then they kind of fizzle out. Yeah. Uh, but but it's but the momentum has continued. In fact, last month, our our last meeting in January, it was incredible. We had our largest mm. uh, gathering yeah. of a hundred people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was exciting to yeah. see all the things that that were happening. Yeah.
2: Are you still committed to those three? Does that does that ever change? Does anybody ever say, "Hey, is there another issue that we need to consider?" Or you're just committed? That's what you've decided, and we're we're sticking with it. We're working on these three issues.
3: Well, that's a great question, and and it comes up every so often. In fact, yeah. there's some other topics that okay. we've that we're we're looking at. That we're concerned okay. about. And one. Is public safety mm-hmm. is is violence, and and of course when we came up with those three, there was actually seven issues that we identified. Mm. Okay, that we realized.
1: So you pared it down.
3: We pared it down. Gotcha. We said here are the top three. Gotcha. Yeah, and uh, but uh, but but safety and uh, violence mm-hmm. is is an mm-hmm. issue, and yeah. and I think. It it comes up in every one of those areas, whether it's right. uh, family and parenting mm-hmm. uh, or or um, substance abuse or oh mental health. Sure. Yeah, sure. Dale, who's invited to come mm-hmm. to step up? Everyone's invited. Okay. To come. okay. It, okay. It, you know, you don't even have to belong to a particular organization. You okay. Can, you can be if you're uh, a mom
2: at home, with kids and you're concerned have, about your community. We have moms. You're not we have moms that are involved
3: yep. and yeah. Yeah. come yeah. and yeah. and you'd be a part of that. Yeah. 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 So the 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 mission of and the purpose of of uh, Step Up, is, especially its purpose, is about rallying, relating, and resourcing. Yeah. Mm. Rallying means we come together around causes and campaigns in our community. So like if, if there's a, an event that one organization is trying to move and push, mm-hmm. yeah. we get behind it right. yeah. and get everybody on board with it. Yeah. Uh, it's relating, it's really about networking mm-hmm. and developing collaboration and connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that happens a lot. Uh, yeah. bringing all these organizations together. I think one of the things that we've been able to do is to eliminate a lot of siloing that takes place. Okay. You know? w- early on, we identified that there's, there's several organizations, for example, that were doing the same thing, right? Mm. But they didn't, they didn't really know, know about one mm-hmm. another, mm-hmm. and and yeah. it's not that we eliminated the, any of those, but those organizations began talking together and uh, and sharing resources. And resourcing is another one, you know, it's working together, identifying the people in finances that are available. To uh, to address some of these issues, and yeah. and so I think Step Up has done a, a really great job of rallying, relating, and resourcing, bringing organizations together. Yeah, because because you know synergy, uh, synergy is bringing together all the energy and yeah. br- and bringing it together to work together uh, yeah. to address these issues. Mm. And uh, hey, I, and I just want to do a shout out to Deanna Witzel because yeah. Deanna Witzel is is really the 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 inspiration she's yeah. the one who had the vision yeah. for step up she's uh, she's been a driving force uh, to make this happen yeah. and uh, so thankful for her and yeah. her commitment to uh, Danville, yeah, Vermillion County. But you know, you have several people
1: that I I would oh. say I would put in that mix. I mean, absolutely, hundred percent with Deanna. But you know, I see people like Linda Darby, you know, yes. Terry White, and Alicia Geddes and Brenda Brown, and yeah. Seth Miller, and and all you know, of
3: those are are members of the leadership okay. team. Okay, okay. Board yeah. that helped yeah. help to drive. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and I just throw this out, you know, uh, to me the most underrepresented. Uh, group of people at Step Up are ministers. There's yes. only a couple of us. Yeah. And I would love to see yeah. you, if you are a minister, come. And I know it's Friday and I know a lot of people take Friday off. It's not a long gathering couple hours, you know, yeah. there's coffee, you know, it's right. It's a great time to get together. So mm-hmm. come on out. So this Friday, 8 a.m. Yes. at Second Church. That's and right. uh, it's always a good time. Yes. All right. Anything else you want to say about Step Up?
3: Well, I'll, I'll mention that this uh, tom- tomorrow's meeting yeah, yeah. Uh, is, is going to be kind of back to a normal kind of gathering because in January we all stayed in this in the auditorium and and spent some time doing uh, a project with the right. Dandel and Vermillion County on a uh, is kind of the brand and image project. Yeah, and yeah. and so we were uh, we had all these discuss- tables set that were set up in the auditorium and we're discussing many of those issues. We're going to actually get a report. On that tomorrow, okay. About some of the things that were discussed, uh, Ashton Greer and Terry White are, are going to give us an update about okay. that. Uh, we have a, a community update uh, that we're going to uh, see from uh, a couple of organizations as well. That's great. And uh, and then we're going to break into our groups. We didn't do our small group our workouts. work yeah. uh, our work groups last time, but we're we're going to be doing that uh, gotcha. to, uh, tomorrow. Friday,
1: March 10, 8 a.m. Come and check it out, Steph. And
2: and I want to ask you, too, you mentioned that Step Up was birthed out of Global Leadership Summit. Why don't you speak to that? Because that's coming up again this year. Just briefly tell us about it.
3: Yes, so uh, Global Leadership Summit, uh, it's coming August uh, 3rd and 4th -hmm. this year. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a Thursday and Friday. And, uh, you know, it's been really exciting to see how the Global Leadership Summit has impacted our community. Uh, When we decided to host it, I think it was the the original vision was that it would be kind of a a really good impact on our church. And if anybody in the community wanted to come and be a part of it, that that was was good. Well, it's really more about the community coming together. It's become a community event and everybody ought to come Mm -hmm. and be a part of it because, you know, it, it, it provides a lot of the same, you know, language and ideas about Mm -hmm. leadership and and how do we become better leaders? Yep. Uh, and, uh, vision is a big part of that. Yeah. You know, uh, out of that, of course, we, we started doing the global leadership summit at Danville correctional center. Mm Uh, and then we started hosting the global leadership summit in ivory Mm -hmm. coast yeah and that yeah. happens every year so mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of incredible things have happened as a result of it it's catalytic everyone should be a part of it mm-hmm. i actually talked to a church leader just a couple of uh, weeks ago at yeah. a meeting yeah. and his first time was last year wow and he said i he said i'm coming back and i've already got my team all wow. signed up We're that's coming.
1: great yeah wonderful well i was at the prison sunday morning um sharing chapel a, a message in mm-hmm. chapel and three different people said are we doing GLS Hmm. at the prison this year? They're already talking about it. So that's That's, great stuff. That's good to hear. That's good stuff. Well, hey, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about Second Church, some things that are happening here. And then I've got a pretty somber topic that I really feel led to believe Um, Parental discretion advised, I'm going to say. You're listening to Direct Line. It is Thursday, March 9. We'll be right back after this.
5: You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall call 217-477-0025 Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC member SIPC
4: you know it's easy to make promises the hard thing is keeping them Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers.
8: This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule.
5: McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money.
8: With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're part of every community.
1: You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, March 9, Greg and Steph, and uh, Dr. Dale has stepped out, mm-hmm. but uh, it was fun having him with us. Yeah. And uh, hey, couple things with Second Church that I want to talk about real quickly. We've got a really cool thing happening this Sunday at 6 p.m. Talk about hymnology.
2: Is it I don't know. We've done it several times. times. We kind
1: of jumped out of it and did a Rich uh, Mullins tribute. Right. right. But um, yeah. Yeah.
2: And we're bringing back the guys that love to sing the old hymns. The upright bass will be coming out again. Bryce Yates will bring his upright. Just about 45 to 50 minutes of singing some old hymns. Yeah, You'll tell some of the stories behind the hymns and we'll have some treats and snacks afterwards. And the
1: cool thing is that this Sunday is time change Sunday. So you lose an hour of sleep. You spring forward, but you get an extra hour of daylight Light right. At the end of the day. Right. So you can still come to Hymnology at 6 p.m. Yeah, and drive our, home with some
2: light. Yeah, many of our folks are older folks who love to come and enjoy that. And so you can still get home before it's dark.
1: And again, just a shout out you don't have to be a part of our church oh, or no. any church That's to right. come to Hymnology. Absolutely. And we have people that are not a part of our church, but they love to come That's out right. My and mom sing the hymns. That's great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey, our journey through the Gospel of Mark mm-hmm. continues. I want to give a huge shout out to Tracy Thomas. Mm-hmm. He preached on Sunday when I was at the prison, mm-hmm. loved his message, mm-hmm. took Kind of a, a potpourri of text and really weaved it together right. well. And this week we're lo- one of the things I've noticed is that as we've gone through the Gospel of Mark, Jesus Keeps being asked question mm-hmm. after question after mm-hmm. question, and I think the most important question that he's been asked up to this point is what we're going to tackle this Sunday. What's and he's asked, "What's the command. greatest commandment?" Great, yeah, right. and so I'm really excited about that message. Choir Sunday,
2: we're going to do another Choir we are. Sunday, April second. Uh, I got to get it up the link. Yeah, if you want to be a part of the choir, you're going to have to like go onto the website or the app and find the link. But I don't have yeah. it up yet. But yeah, yeah, you'll sign up and you'll be able to hear. You the music. practice
1: the Thursday before. We'll Practice
2: the Thursday before, yeah. and then we'll gather and sing, sing on, on Sunday. Sunday so well, I've got bucket. a dilemma. What's that?
1: I'm out of town that whole week. I'm I'm doing some continuing education okay. in Southern Indiana. I will let you join us. I, I can get a pass. I'll okay, you, good. I'll give good. you a good. pass. Okay, good. That's for sure. I loved being in the choir. It was a lot of fun. So, And then Easter at the Arena. Yeah, you know, we are on. one month away oh, from boy. Easter at the Arena we today. We have
2: a lot of work to do yet.
1: Sunday, April nine. <laughs> It's a great day. Yeah. If you're listening and you're you're connected to a church, go to yeah. your church on Easter Sunday for morning. Sure, for if sure. you are not connected to a church, mm-hmm. you are invited to join us at Easter at the arena on April 9th. Last night, the mm-hmm. Fellowship of Christian Athletes Banquet took yeah. place. Again, we're pre-recording on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So on Tuesday, March seventh. Brian Barnhart, the voice of the Fighting Illini, okay. was our uh, special guest speaker, and he did a just a great job. You know, Good. he's just really easy to listen to. Uh, he has a morning show on a uh, AM station in Champaign called Penny for Your Thoughts. Mm. But he just talked a lot about his life and faith and mm. growing up. In a home, and some of the lessons that were instilled in him, and
2: he's the voice of the Illini. He does
1: the play-by-play for football and for basketball, and just really personable. You know, a lot of times you go to these banquets, and man, it's over, and the guest speaker is gone. He's out of there. Um, He was still there when we left. Um, We lingered for probably thirty minutes, and he just talking to people. And I just, I love when you have a speaker. You know, someone quote unquote famous uh-huh. and, and they're approachable. Right. They're
2: personal. It's not just about know? their 30 minute time slot.
1: The yeah. other thing I want to say is that there were some testimonies that were given. Armstrong Potomac High School has FCA for the first time, they think in at least 30 years. Wow. And the Blackford girls, who are a part of Second Church High School girls, uh-huh. they shared together, they did an Awesome oh, job. It's really cool. So shout out to the Blackford huh. girls. Tony Foster, the AD at Bismarck Henning Rossville Alvin High School, also talked about, you know, what he does with FCA at mm-hmm. Bismarck mm-hmm. and the coaches huddle. It was just a really good. encouraging good. evening and it was a dessert evening. So there was more desserts than you could possibly imagine. Not good for my diet,
2: Yeah,
1: uh, but it sure did taste good. Good. Absolutely. So, hey, let's do this. I want to talk about something that Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. But I really have felt led to do it. Mm -hmm. And on Monday of this week, Mm -hmm. in one of our our small communities around us, a seventh Mm -hmm. grader made the decision to take his own life.
2: It's my community.
1: Your community community just heartbreaking yeah. and, uh, you know, there, there's all all kinds of speculation as to why and, um, you know, there there's reports that bullying is mm-hmm. a part of that. Mm-hmm. A seventh grader, you mm-hmm. know, and the community that I come from, Clinton, uh, they had multiple middle school mm-hmm. suicides since I've left. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just overwhelmingly Heartbreaking to yeah. see it happen, and mm-hmm. I, I want to talk about it because I think we've got to talk about it. Right. I think we've got to figure out wh- what is happening, what is going on. How do we help children? They're really children. When you're a seventh grade, you're a child yes. still. Oh yeah. How do we help parents? Mm-hmm. How do we help communities? Mm-hmm. What is the answer? So, you know, your community. Wh- mm-hmm. wh- what do
2: you think? Well, I'm not. I'm not going to speak to details. I don't know details. I don't know the family. I just. I'm sure that just. Devastated, and it's devastated friendships and people who know them and love them. I, you know, before this happened over the weekend, I watched the movie "The Social Dilemma" on Netflix. And, on Netflix, and I mean, the statistics show that that age of kids are committing suicide and um, experiencing depression and anxiety ever in such an alarming rate since right. uh, social media was, you know, available on people's phones, and right. so. I think, you know, I remember when my kids got cell phones, my mom, you should not let them have that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. I wish that I would not have given my kids cell phones. And so... Yeah. Is that the answer? Yeah. Obviously, I don't know that it's the answer. It's I an mean, answer. I, I think, think it's part of the solution yeah. that social media is causing a lot of problems for yeah. children.
1: Yeah, you know, It goes back to that article that we talked about with objectifying women. Yeah. Yeah. I think in a lot of ways, social media sets the bar so incredibly high, you can't ever meet it.
2: For boys and girls You can't ever match it Yeah you know? It's not yeah. It's not just body image It's yeah. Are you a, Are you a success in life I mean right. Are you on the sports teams That are That get all the attention Right And, right. and not every kid is right. And so right. I think I, I think limiting social media yeah. Would be one thing I, You know Obviously we don't know What goes on And you know Families have so many issues And yep. I mean I, I, I'm I've, I'm divorced And so I know that Affects children And, and I'm not Saying this family was, I'm not right. saying that, but right. I'm saying there are family issues that um, are deep, and so I would say reach out for counseling yeah. for help. Yeah. I'm I'm a part of a Zoom support group for right. Uh, right. family members that are dealing with addiction, and that has helped me tremendously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think if you see a child struggling, yeah, reach out for help. Yeah. whether it's the church, um, yeah. yeah, teachers, yeah. I don't know, but I think sometimes adults miss it.
1: Yeah. John, and it, and John, I think
2: adults are part of the problem. Oh, I agree. Adults I agree. are saying things from their mouth about other people that children hear.
1: Right, right.
2: And, I, you know, I'm guilty of it. I look at maybe an overweight person and right. I will I will say something about right. weight. Right. Well, a child right. hears that and yeah. they pick up on that. So yeah. I think adults have to be really careful.
1: You know, I go back to my kids during mm-hmm. their middle school years. Mm-hmm. They went to a tiny high school, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think in a lot of ways they were protected from mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that mm-hmm. you see in much larger high schools. Mm-hmm. Both of them would tell you the middle school years yeah. were absolutely the worst and, oh. you know, our son, um, he, he struggled with his weight mm-hmm. when he was in middle school. Lots the, of middle th- school they, kids they do, do. But I mean the stuff he would come home with and, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure he held it all in when he was mm-hmm. at school and right? stayed composed. but. Uh, and it's just heartbreaking, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and I know for a lot of kids, they don't have that connection. They don't have that base. I, I thought of a couple things that I mm-hmm. wanted to throw out. I, I think we need to figure out how do we help parents rise up mm-hmm. and be the very best parents they can be. And I think it happens by equipping and I think it happens by educating um, and, and I don't have all the answers, but I think we need to help parents. Parenting is hard, oh. you know. It is, it is tough. It's terribly hard. And uh, the parents need yeah. networks. Right. They really do. And
2: you're not saying that these parents were I'm not parents. saying that at yeah, all. We, I mean, I'm not saying not that at all. We're not implying that at all. But,
1: but I'm but, telling you, when yeah. we were going through there was times I was so angry. Mm-hmm. I was so upset at what I was hearing. Um, I, your child. I needed my yeah. wife to calm me down. Yeah. I needed friends to yeah. calm me down and mm-hmm. to help our kids really stay
3: focused
1: big picture here's the other thing and again this is a show about faith Mm -hmm. i i think find a youth ministry Mm -hmm. find a Mm -hmm. student ministry find a church and Mm -hmm. i know for some people they're going to push back and Mm -hmm. say you're trying to spiritualize I'm so thankful for the guys I work with, Mm -hmm. you know, Jake and Brand Mm -hmm. and Kenna and Elizabeth Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the the great job that they do. You know, Jake is passionate. I want every Mm -hmm. student that comes here to be valued, Mm -hmm. to be known, Mm -hmm. to be loved. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something special that you can find. And then something everybody can do is we can pray, you know, and I think we need to Make this a matter of prayer Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, condolences to to this family that I don't know. Me too. But it's something that um, I think we need to rise up and we need to say, how can we help? What can we do? To make a difference. So that's a somber ending to uh to our show today, mm-hmm. but I think it's one that we need to continue to speak about and continue mm-hmm. to lean into. Mm-hmm. So Steph, thank you for all you do. Real quick good news segment. My wife has a birthday Aww, on Monday. And I you know I can't say how old she is, but she was born in nineteen sixty-nine. <laughs> and so, so uh,
2: right along there with Happy
1: us. birthday, Aww, Marla. Happy so, birthday, Marla. On behalf of Steph and our friend Dale Daniel, this is Greg saying thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week.